Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and t-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey guys, it's me, Joey, your temporary host of Round Ball Rock. You know what I'm not a temporary at, though? Sports gambling. Oh, yeah. Sean, where do I do all my sports gambling? Uh, Joey, you do your gambling at mybookie.ag. It's like going to a casino on your very own computer and or phone. And do you know what I I happen to gamble on at mybookie.ag? What's that? The Eric Bledsoe trade. Oh, that's right. You put money on that like two weeks ago. Yeah, I put uh five dollars uh that he would go to the Milwaukee Bucks, and I am going to be paid twenty five dollars. Wow, that's, uh, I guess I don't. Know they haven't we're... paid me yet, though. Well, your payouts that they do come within forty eight hours, so he was only traded about eighteen hours ago. I don't know. I think they're waiting for the NBA to make it official. Oh, that's right. So Eric Bledsoe actually does have to pass a physical to satisfy mybookie.ag. It's a separate physical that he does for mybookie, actually, compared to the one he does for the Bucks. Um, Do you know another thing you can gamble on at mybookie.ag? What's that? Uh, Game of Thrones Season 8. That's right. You could bet deaths, right? I believe that is what you can bet. I don't watch Game of Thrones, so I am staying. This is a stay away for me. I think you. But, I think betting on one dragon to die is an excellent bet. Well, you can definitely bet uh, who will rule Westeros at the end of season eight. Oh, and y'all, you know it's Brienne of Tarth. It's not Brienne of Tarth. Uh, Brienne of Tarth bet. is not an option. <laughs> not one of the possibilities. Uh, someone named Euron Greyjoy. Oh yeah, it's your long shot uh, at plus ten thousand. He's Theon Greyjoy's uncle, and he kind of acts like um, he's like sexy pirate Eddie Izzard. That's oh. kind of his role. It's a lot more threatening in the books, but it's a lot more foppish in the show. Other things you can bet on: who will kill Cersei Lannister? Ooh, will it be Jamie? 
Will it be Arya? Jamie's your favorite. It's Jamie, Arya, Tyrion, Uh someone slash something else. There are a lot of Game of Thrones bets. You know, and that's the the show will not be on for a year and a half, but you can bet it now with promo code Round Rock. That's we, right. Round Rock. It's the subject of our podcast. We always talk about the roundness of rocks. It's easy to remember. Um, and they'll match your bonus. They'll give you a deposit bonus. Just go, go to the site. Maybe make a bet. Tell them yeah. you came from us. Or don't. Uh, or just check out those odds, baby. You can bet who will be killed or destroyed first. Clegane Sandor the Hound Clegane or Gregor the Mountain Clegane. Yeah, that's Gregor Blanco, former Giants left fielder. Actually. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. I think he was destroyed, right? He's destroyed now, yes. He got bunted to death. <laughs> MyBoogie.ag! You bet, you play, you win. Hit it, Ghost of Don Pardo! It's the Round Ball Rock Podcast, starring Dave Schilling, King Joffrey Laverne, Frank Milakina, Joey Devine, Rudy the Stifle Tower Gobert, Sean Tony Parker, the Parisian Torpedo! Kevin Beast Seraphine! Musical guest, Phoenix! And now the host of Round Ball Rock, Joey Devine! Hi, it's me, your host, temporary host, Joey Devine. Uh, I want to make it very clear here, Sean. Yes. I am never dropping temporary. I cannot take no. The I cannot take the pressure. Of Dave is host. the host. Dave is the host. He's the host <laughs> of his new family. He's the host of this podcast. Um, yeah. Dave is on paternity leave. Uh, shouts again to to Ozzy, Ozzy Schilling. Um, also, Ozzy Canseco. Ozzy Canseco. That's who he's named after, I believe. Ozzy Smith. <laughs> Ozzy can't say go. Ozzy Osbourne. Ozzy Osbourne. Uh, I don't know if I've said this on the podcast before, but I once was at a game where Jose and Ozzy Canseco batted back to back for the A's, and uh, my dad said, "I'm pretty sure they set the single game identical twin strikeout record with six. Ozzy was pretty bad. Yeah, he wasn't great. Um, but they went back to that well with the Giambi brothers, baby. Ozzy would have slid, I think. I think he would have at least, if nothing else, he would have collapsed. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like it would have been, he would have been passing out from drugs or exhaustion. But he would have hit the dirt for sure. Yeah, or he would have, he would have trucked the catcher. That's Jorge Posada. I actually think he might have. Um, have you ever seen that clip of Hal McRae uh, breaking up a double play? No, I don't like Reds? baseball. <laughs> it's uh, 
We'll include it. It's incredible because there's they had to make a rule against it. He's just going in to break up a double play, and he doesn't even slide. He hits the second baseman like in the chest with his shoulder, <laughs> and the guy is just so surprised. Uh, anyway, it's pretty great. Yeah, he uh, might have tried to pick up a like. Like I don't know if Ozzy. I guess he was on the bases, but I could see Ozzy Canseco running the bases, still holding the bat. <laughs> like you never know what's gonna happen. Like I live with Jose, you can never be too armed. Well, shouts to Dave, who's now living with an Ozzy of his own. Uh, yeah. Ozzy, 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 oi, oi, oi. Wow, he is also Jewish, so that works out really well, Joey. <laughs> um, Sean, should we hit the news? Let's hit the news. This is Round Ball Rock News. Basketball news. For humans and robots. Trust the process. All right, woke off update. Yes. Uh, uh, Steve Kerr going in on gun control. That's right. Um, he declared it a public health issue. This is this is a very Steve Kerr way to join the woke off, I would say, where he's like, you know, I'm a friend of these players. I, I I'm a coach. I used to play. Let's look at this from a public policy perspective. Like that's <laughs> yeah. He's like. Pop is like a, um, Pop is like real from the heart, mm-hmm. but Kerr is like a wonk. Yeah, he's he's like they they'd be attacking him for for not showing enough emotion. You know what I mean? Like they'd be giving Steve Kerr would be getting he actually does get crap sometimes for not wearing a tie on the bench, and that's the kind of thing they'd be like, oh, you're. So cold and dispassionate, Kerr. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, Stan Van is like all emotion. Stan Van is like Howard Dean, but only the four seconds of yelling. You know what? No, actually, this is what they are. Are you ready? Yeah. They're like Star Trek. Oh, okay. They're like uh, they're they're like woke coach Star Trek. So Stan Van is like Bones. Uh huh. Pop is like Kirk. Okay. And yeah. Kerr is like Spock. Yeah, I can see that for sure. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, that is the reason that Kerr has had so many backbones because of his green blood. And uh, that makes doing <laughs> surgery on him difficult. He unfortunately had a uh, a Vulcan back meld. That was, that was a bad idea for him to do that. Um, he actually got Jerry West's degenerative spine in the exchange it's kind of like at the end of search for spock Mm. wow i'm not totally sure i've seen that movie (laughs) you know who definitely would have seen that movie dave Schilling. dave Schilling. (laughs) shouts to the federation um all right let's uh that's the woke off um I still want to keep Fizdale the leader, even though Kerr and Pop have been uh, firing firing shots left and right. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, the difference is 
they have had I feel like Fizdale did so much this summer and was very active and now just really needs to continue coaching the Memphis Grizzlies like I think his day job requires more attention than those other guys what <laughs> do you mean that coaching two definite hall of famers uh-huh. and two maybe hall of famers is harder than coaching Chandler Parsons? <laughs> I thought when you said two sure Hall of Famers and two baby Hall of Famers, you were going to go Marcus Sullen, Mike Conley, and then <laughs> your long shot candidates, Chandler Parsons and Mario Chalmers. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, Marcus Sullen is probably a Hall of Famer. I think, right? he, I think he will make the Hall of Fame, yes. Conley, it's a. Conley's got to make an All Star team first. Well, baby it's not steps, his everybody. fault he hasn't made one. No, I'm just going to say, <laughs> no all-star teams, yes, Hall of Fame is a very tough uh, bar to climb. Unless you are coaching college basketball at the Division Two level or higher, at which point you basically just need to be employed for six years and then you're in. Well, he does have a college championship, don't forget. Mike Conley? Yeah. No, he lost. Oh, right. They lost. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I mean, but he he does he is definitely has a much better Hall of Fame case than his college teammate uh Greg Oden. Oh, shouts to Greg Oden. I mean, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, yeah. So yeah, but but Congratulations, David Fisdale, still leading the Wokoff, still leading the Southwest Division. I think We're not going to rook you, Dave. Yeah, they are not leading the Southwest Division, the Houston Rockets are. But he's only a game out, so take that for some delayed data. <laughs> um, the real reason we're doing a podcast today, Sean. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that Eric Bledsoe was traded. Yes. Uh, as we saw heard in the ad read, you called it and you put your money on it, which is a lot more than I can say for Woj. No, I don't know. Woj doesn't predict trades. He just reports trades. Well, and I'm now sorry, based Woj. on those new ESPN rules, I'm not even sure he's allowed to report a trade. That's true. Yeah. Although he did report this one. He did. Yeah. So maybe <laughs> he, he they, have, they have a Woj exception. Woj bombs are are not count. Yes, Eric Bledsoe traded to the Milwaukee Bucks, who are struggling right now. They can use an infusion of talent that isn't Giannis Antetokounmpo because uh, they are four and six right now. But uh, I granted, would say go ahead. The reason they're struggling is because their coach is Jason Kidd. Well, yes, and they are. Two games out of the three seed right now, despite being twelfth uh, in their conference. But they've uh, lost to Cleveland twice, though, which in uh, the Eastern Conference currently is like bad. Yeah, that's bad. <laughs> they have a bad differential. They've lost four games in a row. Um, so, you know, they can use them. Um, so they gave up Greg Monroe in the last year of his $17 million contract, 
and uh, it was a very complicated pick protection scheme. Yeah, the pick protection is bizarre here. So, so I believe it's. Um, I'm going to give you the spots where they would get the pick because the 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 protection parts are more confusing. Okay, if the Bucks end up picking 11 through 16 next year, the Suns get the pick. So that means they miss the playoffs or they're like the eight seed, basically. Or or maybe the seventh seed. It is the East. Mm-hmm. Uh, next year, Phoenix would get the pick if it lands between four and 16. So it's basically top three protected. And then for some reason, they got them to not protect slots 15 and 16. Usually things are lottery protected. Uh, <laughs> and then in 2020, they get it as long as it's not a top seven pick in 2020. Mm-hmm. And then uh, next year, they will also get a second rounder, but only if it goes 48 through 30, which means if the Bucks are the 13th best team in the league or better, they get it. So that's almost like, that's almost the playing time incentive. Like if, if adding Bledsoe makes them like, I would say this would probably make them, this means they would be the fifth team in the East. If the if this fourth pick or can fifth, be, yeah, to be one of the top thirteen teams yeah. in the NBA means fourth or fifth in the in the East. Um, yeah, so that's that's the status of it, and um, they the Suns are probably not going to keep Greg Monroe. Can't block Alex Land, baby. No, they're already, but they're not going to buy him out. Oh, they're going to see play. that. They're going to try to trade him to someone else? Yes. And then presumably buy out whoever they get back? Yeah, they've told him they're not going to buy him out. Well, didn't they also say... They never really said they weren't going to trade Eric Bledsoe. They just said they weren't in a hurry. Yeah, which clearly they weren't. This took way longer than it should have. Everyone said Bucks or Nuggets the day it happened. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, those were the very likely spots. There were people saying the Cavs, but it just never really quite made sense. I don't know what they would really... They don't really have anything to send back in that deal in terms of... The uh, Cavs? Well, like, the money portion of it would be more crazy. Like, Greg Monroe makes a lot of money and is probably overpaid, but is, like, a good basketball player. Yeah. And the Cavs would have had to send total dead money. It's just weird to trade a guy who, like a lot of people that came to the Cavs, it's kind of a dick move to trade them away. Shouts to Richard Jefferson, by the way. Um, Our podcast nemeses. Yeah, I know. Oh. Rest in yeah. peace, road tripping. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why they didn't keep doing that podcast, actually. Oh, oh, just remotely because they're not. Yes, yeah, the they can Skype. We're not in the same room. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I've been traded away, and it wasn't a big deal to me that I've been podcasting from Milwaukee this whole time. <laughs> we deal. sent Dave home to try and trade him. Yeah, for yeah, Zach like, Lowe, <laughs> it's not working. We're, yeah, he held out. It's like, yeah, you're on paternity leave slash the trading block. We keep calling Jade Hoy about getting some basketball friends back, but he's not answering our yeah, calls. It's weird. Although I do think it was misguided to try to get one of the wait, wait, don't tell me guys. Like that's, 
well, a weird direction. I wanted Click from Car Talk. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, but they weren't budging. Click and Clack were a package deal, and those are like the Morris twins. I didn't yeah. want to bring that bad. I think Clack bad... is dead, actually. <laughs> so that's... Well, we, we have ghosts on this podcast. That's true. He's literally dead money in the trade. <laughs> um... Uh-oh, are you going to drop a Marin bomb and announce a podcast trade? <laughs> um, question for you, Sean. Yes. Two days ago, there was a rumor that uh, the Pistons had offered a first-round pick and Reggie Jackson for Eric Bledsoe. Is Greg Monroe in a first-round pick better than that? Um, it's probably a word. Yeah, the picks, the picks going to be like roughly the same. I think I would rather just have Greg Monroe expiring. I wouldn't want the extra years on Reggie Jackson because I think he has three more years left on that deal. Also, everyone hates him. Yeah, although this year it doesn't seem like it's been that big a problem. Like, maybe Yet. they hate him when his knee doesn't work and he still shoots a lot. It is crazy that the the Pistons are 7-3 and three and one of their losses was to the Lakers, just getting blown out. But I guess that was a KCP revenge game. Well, they got Kuz jobbed. Oh, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> nothing, nothing you can do when the Kuz is on. Um, anything else you want to say about this trade? Uh, we should say a little more. Um, I would say that it really helps the Bucks in that they have just extra talent. And I think, oh, it... I guess we haven't talked about this from the Bucks basketball yeah. side yet. Uh, well, so I think it helps them because they just sort of need more talent in general. Like, right. Like, Giannis is still making, what, like 60% of his shots or something like that? He, put he shoots, up... like, he makes, like, Haberstro the other day set a stat where he takes, like, an in, the, the majority of his shots he takes from between zero and three feet, and he hits 83% of them. Yeah, that that's... No, I mean he was he was against the the Cavs. He was sixteen of twenty one from the field. Now he had a lot of turnovers and he fouled out, but that's pretty good. And you know Brogdon, I I think this is going to lead to uh just a little less Tony Snell. And not that Tony Snell is necessarily bad, but it just gives you a little more. Beyond, like, like you probably shouldn't be playing Jason Terry against the Cavs. No, I mean he's or Matthew Dellavedova, frankly. Well, I mean, there you kind of want that dirty Australian. Like he knows their secrets. He's probably like whispering them things about their personal lives. Oh yeah, the secrets, their knees. The, the secrets of the Tyloo offense. Oh, I meant like <laughs> secrets of their oh. personal lives. Okay, what's like, the dirtiest yeah. secret Delvadova knows, you think? I mean, I think it's probably about Patty Mills. Uh, <laughs> were they college teammates? They were. No, I think Delvadova came after Patty. Okay. I imagine there was something like, 
real shady at that. So there's that piano bar in Lafayette near near Baraga where they have that one-eyed piano player, Diamond Dave. Have you ever seen that, Joey? No. Oh, he's this fantastic. East, this is East East Bay. This is bro. some deep East Bay stuff. <laughs> uh, it's real fun. Diamond Dave is amazing. I think that maybe Patty Mills was responsible for him losing that eye. Oh. Drunken. Wow. Just one 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 crazy night in Lafayette. Patty Mills has a fake ID, even though he's the only black and Australian but he's the only black or Australian person in Lafayette and still he sneaks in. There's a brawl. Diamond Dave takes a takes a shard of glass to the eye, Tony Parker style. That's what I think his dirtiest secret is. Wow. I think that Delvadova knows what LeBron's memes mean. Oh, yeah, I think that that's would, his dirtiest secret. That could be, yeah, that's <laughs> that he's like, hey, this is how the internet works. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so does does Tony Snell sit on the bench now? Is Malcolm Brogdon coming off the bench? Brogdon's coming off the bench, I would think. Yeah, I mean, I kind of like them playing together. I can, I almost think like. With your crunch time lineup, it's it's now uh, center. Giannis at center. Oh, for sure, dude. But because Bledsoe's big and he has long arms and seems really strong to me. Um, <laughs> a weak man, a weak weak man. But he seems very strong to me. Uh, but yeah, but then you just play Bledsoe Mill. Uh, Middleton Brogdon. Wait, style. hold on, Sean. You can go to a hair salon without complaining about it on Twitter. So <laughs> is... I don't know if you're that much weaker weaker than Eric Bledsoe. <laughs> uh, the Milwaukee Bucks, like they they're gonna have to make sure that those wait times are not too bad, right? I mean, yeah. Although, yeah. It's time for yeah. him to bust out the uh, Wesley Snipes and Demolition Man slash George Hill two years ago haircut. Eric Bledsoe? Yeah. You want you want him with blonde, uh, like a blonde high top, I, I like wa- mini high top. Yeah, I want him. I want him showing that he's put the time in in the salon. You know what I mean? Like some guys stay at home. I want to see that he has been putting in the hours and that he's ready to play. You want him sitting under one of those dome things, reading an Us Weekly. Yeah, exactly. That's what I want him to do to prepare. <laughs> I want him you to want... know the Us Weekly. Uh, w- I want him to know how stars are just like us. It's not even an Us Weekly, though. It's like an In Touch. <laughs> <laughs> Jason Kidd's like, this team's doing okay, but we don't have anybody. That knows what the new celebrity babies look like. And I think <laughs> Eric Bledsoe's going to help with that. I mean, he would know. Jason Kidd had some terrible haircuts over the years. He really did. I I feel like Jason Kidd is more of a Highlights Magazine guy. And I, I also think that he probably uses that in his motivational speeches. And like, what, do I got a team full of goofuses out here? <laughs> He's like, you can't even find the trumpet hidden in that tree. <laughs> it's like that story about the boy who went camping with his dog. 
You guys are lost. Uh, all right. Well, the Suns don't have them anymore. They didn't really have them before. They, they're what are they doing? The they Suns. Just, I mean, they're. You I mean, they're getting rid of him. around in yeah. the desert <laughs> for forty years. No food, no water until they find shelter. I'm telling you, Devin that... Booker is going to come down on high. <laughs> With ten commandments, and those commandments will all be let Devin shoot. <laughs> they're so bad. They they ended up they're like four and seven, so it doesn't seem like they're as bad, but they are terrible. Um I'm still it's still gonna be a mystery how they won any of those games. <laughs> but yeah, they're like they have a negative 10 point differential. Jay Triano, man, he's a hero. <laughs> oh, actually, I guess I guess the differential is deceptive it's, it's since like they lost by 46 points. That's right. Okay. <laughs> all right, maybe maybe they're not as terrible as I thought. They do basically have the same record as the Oklahoma City yeah, Thunder. Yeah, Earl Watson is terrible. The Suns are good, man. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't say it with a straight face. Man, and uh, Eric lets us all call it was time for me to move on. So, okay. Fair. Sure. I mean, it, it was. That's true. Uh, but the Suns, the Suns want to trade Greg Monroe. Are they going to bench him? Are they going to let him play? They're going to let him play, right? I don't know. They might just tell him to stay home. Yeah. Well, we could just end up with, like, Mike James, Devin Booker, and whichever one of Bender and Chris has managed to not foul out. Just just holding down the fort. Look, we hated Mike James in Summer League, but he has been so good this year. No, he's been awesome. And you know what? It was kind of unfair to, to, to be so harsh on him because he was playing well. It was just that he's, like, 27 years old, right? Yeah. So that was that was the thing that stood out is like he was certainly playing in a competent way, but it was just like, of course, he's doing well against these 19 year olds. He's 27. But, right. But good job working his way in. He's starting. Uh, yeah, he he stole uh, Tyler Ulysses job. Yeah, that's I mean, that's bullying. But yes. <laughs> Yeah. But he's shooting he's shooting thirty seven percent from the field. Um it's not gonna last, but you know what? There's something to be said for just having a grown up somewhere on the court. I mean he's probably a like top a, a NBA player. Guard. I think he belongs in the NBA, not in like yeah. a starting lineup. Yeah, but he could be, you know, like uh a Della Vadova, if you will. Yeah, he's prob- that's probably the area of his talent. Like he's a not- second, third point guard? Yeah, although I'm still not totally sure what he... You know, he's good at he's good at driving and kicking, basically. He's not yeah. a great shooter. He's not very big. But, you know, he can... I, I just... I like... I like that he has continued to just go to the rack all the time. That's just... If you keep doing that, it's just fun, you know? 
crazy lefty layups and all that stuff. I don't know why. You know what I just revealed? I'm really impressed by people who can hit a lefty layup. Yeah. That was that was not the, the <laughs> tightest uh, analysis for me. Might, uh, might have been reflecting a little bit of my own life. Should we talk about China? Let's talk about China. <laughs> um, so, you know how there's three Ball brothers, Sean? Okay, so there's there's Lonzo, yeah, who might win Rookie of the Year. Well, he's not. He's not going to win Rookie of the Year. <laughs> uh, but 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 transformed this Los Angeles Lakers team. Has he? Into it. Oh yeah, yeah. They the, his passing has reflected. You know he's shooting twenty nine percent from the field. He's inspiring the team seventy one percent of the time. Is he inspiring them to be like uh, more like that? Is he? He's like inspired them to understand that he's Kendall Marshall. <laughs> I Boy. kid, Lakers fans. Yeah. I love Lonzo, but um, yeah, he he cannot shoot for shit. But it I did predict like... this first two months was going to be rough. Remember? Yeah. Well, I mean, they're five and five. They certainly have been more impressive than the team they share a building with. That's not true. But they have the it's same record. Not true at all. Um, they have played <laughs> on the road, however, which is uh, always difficult for Blake Griffin and the boys. Um. Okay, so yes, there's Lonzo, and mm-hmm. then there's LiAngelo. Well, I mean Lamelo, Lamelo, who we all know from he'll he'll be a multi-celebrity game MVP. He has uh, he was left in a high feud with Mia Khalifa earlier this week. That's right. Um, I had to have I had to have a younger person explain who Mia Khalifa was. Uh so old. Um. And then there's that third brother who's who goes the to middle UCLA. brother, yeah, yes. freshman at UCLA, Leangelo. Mm-hmm. Although I don't know if he's going to UCLA anymore because he was arrested in China mm-hmm. with two other UCLA players this week for shoplifting from a Louis Vuitton store, I believe. Yeah, so he was with two two prize recruits. He is not a prize recruit. I don't think he's particularly good, right? Uh, so he was with two guys that uh, the number 45 and 49 high school prospects, uh, Cody Riley and Jalen Hill. Boy, do they have basketball names. <laughs> Cody Riley sounds like uh, less like a basketball player, though, and more like a uh... like a high school musical star. No, I was going to say like a. Like a quarterback that's been converted to like a DB. Oh yeah, and like he becomes a college coach at his alma mater when he's like twenty nine. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but Jalen Hill, that's it's like a creative yeah. player name. That's uh, like a lottery pick. Yeah. So they got they got arrested for shoplifting in Hangzhou. I'm. Why did I try to say that correctly? And it came out more racist than if I hadn't tried. Uh, but the team is actually playing in Shanghai on Friday. So everybody, ha- the entire team has left, but these three guys can't leave the city because they're shoplifting. They're yeah, alleged they're, shoplifting. Yeah, they're under hotel arrest currently. Yeah. 
uh, you know, but it's a Hyatt, not bad. Hyatt, uh, the official hotel of Ramball Rock. Hey, don't potentially don't yeah. <laughs> potentially we have real spot we have a real sponsor now sean so no more of your gag sponsors (laughs) all right uh by the way howard uh, johnson if you want to give us a call do it like it will do any hotel round ball rock at this point endorses zero hotels i gotta say red roof in round ball rock they feel like there could be some synergy there for sure. Yeah, so UCLA's best player was not involved. His name is Jalen Hands, which what? let's just appreciate that. But they have a point guard whose name is Jalen Hands, and he's good. Right? Isn't that tight? I'm sorry. I had to, like, restart myself. Oh, that's okay. Uh, that You broke the, like, my brain. <laughs> Jalen Hands? Yeah. College basketball, college basketball is weird. Also, I gotta say, Jalen Hands though, uh-huh. last name. Oh wow! Okay, calling it right now. Jalen Hands off the Round Ball Rock draft board. Put a Milo on him. <laughs> Get him out of here. I just can't see like Mike Breen saying like Jalen Hands with the. Win. I guess that's more uh, Marv, but like. Three seconds to go, Jalen Hands with yeah. the ball. It doesn't sound right. You know what I mean? <laughs> hands with the spectacular block. I, well, a block, sure, but he's a point yeah. guard. You know, hands that's the problem. To if, the he was a, if he was a center, I'd be all in on Jalen Hands. Uh-huh. But little guy, Hands, I don't like it. A little too on the nose. I Unless he's like, Gary, like a Gary Payton-style defender, then he could maybe make it. But, what if they what if they start calling him Jalen Handles because of his dribbling? You can't really nickname a guy it's whose the last Jaylen name is already Jalen. That's the hands. problem. Oh, I could I could see Jay Handle uh-huh. or Jay Hands. Well, they but if he goes Jaylen to Boston, hands? they will call him Jay Hands. <laughs> it's well, no, they'd call him Jay Han. That's the problem. Oh, oh, is a tribute to um the guy from Fast and Furious. No, that's Han. Oh, Jay Han, sorry. Stop trying. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, back to LiAngelo. Yes. Um, He'll be going long... to jail for 10 years in China. <laughs> <laughs> Is he going to get caned? Maybe, right? Oh, man, it's going to be. So my only my only real look at this is um, that movie where River Phoenix is selling heroin. No, no, Joaquin Phoenix is selling heroin. Sorry, River Phoenix was doing heroin. Um, so it's going to be like wait. Big Baller Broke Down. But no, what is, what is that movie called? No, it's called Broke Down Palaces where Claire Danes is selling heroin, I think. Oh, okay. But then there's also one where Vince Vaughn is smuggling heroin. Yeah, but, but Joaquin Phoenix is the imprisoned guy. I, I thought Vince Vaughn was the imprisoned guy. No, Vince Vaughn and, and heroically. And was the layer. The lawyer. <laughs> I think she's a, the lawyer and she's Vince Vaughn's lover. I think he comes back and takes a jail sentence and they kill Joaquin Phoenix anyway. Broke Down Palace, named after a Grateful Dead song, by the way. 
Uh, isn't Red Corner one where Richard Gere goes to prison in China? Oh, man. Red Corner. <laughs> I think I think he's in prison in that one. Or he's, like, going to prison. It's like a spy thing. <laughs> um, For some reason, the end of Broke Down Palace is Clay, they let Claire Danes serve Kate Beckinsale's jail sentence as well as her own? Tight. So, so yeah, Vince... God, what is that movie called? Okay, so Red Corner is Richard Gere, okay. 1997. An American attorney on business in China is wrongfully arrested and put on trial for murder. Uh-huh. So, yeah, that's also kind of does one he of get those. Does he get murdered? No, he escapes at one point. What? Yeah. You know, all of these movies are a response to that caning kid. Because, oh, for sure. Because dude. Broke Down Palace came out at the same time. Red Corner. The the Vince Vaughn movie is called Return to Paradise. That's a terrible name. And uh, when Vince Vaughn comes back to the United States, and this is such a weird, uh, <laughs> this is such a weird thing. Uh, well, first of all, Vince Vaughn's character's name is Sheriff, which I don't know. He's a limo driver, but his name is Sheriff. Uh, because he goes to jail to save Joaquin Phoenix from uh, his death sentence, they the judge is impressed, but then he sees a news clipping from an American newspaper complaining about the Malaysian judge, and then they still give him a death sentence. <laughs> and then they hang Joaquin Phoenix. That's the end. And then I guess the end is that Vince Vaughn is actually going to get kind of a light sentence. But but they have, weirdly, the media. They go after fake news at the end of that movie. So How weird. So the, any number of things could happen to LiAngelo Ball. Uh, he could be executed. He could get 10 years in prison. Um, uh, his brother... Lamello could come back and share the prison time, <laughs> uh, or he could escape Richard Gere style. Um, the thing he's not long... going to do is play professional basketball. How long? But be- I mean, maybe it, well, not. Oh, in maybe China that's now. what he has to. Do. Maybe he has to. What if? What if instead of a ten-year contract, he just has to play for the Shanghai Sharks for ten years? We should maybe write that pilot. Yeah, <laughs> balling out. And it's it's he he has to play basketball to stay out of prison in China. Here's my question: How long before Skip Bayless or Stephen A. Smith or whoever has a take about how Lavar's not a good dad because his son shoplifted in China? I'm surprised that hasn't happened already. Um, when when LeBron James missed a shot last night that could have covered the spread. I'm pretty sure Skip Bayless told him that's why LeBron wasn't a real gambler. <laughs> he just uh, didn't have it. He should gamble for Christ, then Skip Bayless would like him. Oh, that's true. <laughs> uh, he was talking about Leangelo's arrest today. I don't watch that Undisputed show. Um, uh, Speaking of Stephen he does A. Not Smith. Think, he doesn't think Giannis is a superstar, though. Oh, of course. Speaking of Stephen A. Smith, um, yeah. should we unveil a new segment? 
Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, we here at Round Ball Rock are lucky enough to look. He's a hot button. Look, people are hard on Stephen A, but he's got a lot of uh, a lot of stuff to share. Don't you think, Sean? He does. He has a lot. He's not just a basketball guy. He knows all about like life. You know. Yeah. So let's unveil our first a segment, a first of an ongoing segment called Stephen A. Smith's Life Advice. Hit it, Stephen. <laughs> I'm going to tell you a story real quickly because I want other guys to get an opportunity, especially this man right here. I want to hear what he had to say after hearing this girl earlier. But I'm just telling you, I had, this, I had a girl, and you know, I'm, I'm, me personally, I, I, I'm a booty leg, I'm a booty leg and hit man to the core. You don't have that. You, it's insulting that you've even approached me, Okay. I had a girlfriend that obviously was stacked, Kardashian, J-Lo, Beyonce type stack. You know what I'm saying? And we were getting into an argument a few years ago, and she was living in Chicago, and it was Thanksgiving. And I was about to send her behind back. She ticked me off that much. But she had on a lingerie. And I was, in a, I, was in, I, was, I was on the other side of the room. And then she got up, and, you know, she was getting on and talking and running her mouth and all this stuff. Then she turned and she walked away. Her body was in the in the bedroom, but the booty was sticking outside of it. <laughs> Stay with me. When I saw that, it's 10 o'clock in the morning. I walked up to her and I said, it's really not that important what we were arguing about. It's not that important because I knew that by that night, because we were going to go out to the family and all this stuff, I knew by the end of that night I wanted that. See, we were smart enough and wise enough. The difference between us and women is that she might have kept arguing until 10 o'clock that night. I knew that morning, all right, I got to work this out now and work, use all of these hours to my advantage if I want to get my hands on that tonight. That's, That's the difference. Wow. That was disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do kind of wish Skip has heard that, but it's disgusting. Come on, man. Come on, um, Stephen A. Before we talk about our last piece of news, uh, you know what we've got to talk about real quick. What's that? Sean? Uh, making money. That's right. <laughs> Betting. Some people play the ponies. Some people play the market. Some people play the space cowboys. That's but right. we here at Round Ball Rock, <laughs> we play mybookie.ag. That's right. Uh, it is an online site. You can you can bet on sports. You can bet on movie box offices. You can bet on the 2020 presidential campaign, all from your phone or computer. Uh, you know what else you can bet on, Sean? What's that? Will Jon Snow ride a dragon in season eight? Ooh, I think that is a that's a big yes. I oh minus three fifty for yes. Yeah, plus two hundred for no. Plus two hundred for no. Wow. I think uh, now that George R. R. Martin stopped writing the books, I believe uh, whatever you think would be the weirdest thing that, you know, some guys who are sort of like they made a great TV show, but they're kind of dummies. Wouldn't they have him ride a dragon? Oh, for sure, dude. I mean, I don't know. I don't watch that show. <laughs> <laughs> but you'd still bet on that show, right? Uh. I don't know enough to bet on this show, I don't think. Oh, well, all right. There's some good, sweet... Oh, my God. There's some crazy giant spreads this week in the NFL, too. 
I mean, if you want to somehow make that Cleveland Browns Detroit Lions matchup exciting, you know what you do? You you lay the 12 and a half points. (laughs) And suddenly you are so invested in Matt Stafford's garbage time performance. It's incredible. Uh, And if you sign up with promo code round rock, you can get uh, your first deposit matched by the site. Yeah, that means you put in $200 all to bet on whether Jon Snow's going to ride a fucking dragon or not, Uh and they'll give you $200. And you'll find that out once Game of Thrones returns in 2019. It's going to be great. I wish I could go back in time and bet on The Sopranos. Oh, that would be so tight. Like, except... I'd still be wet. I guess I'd still be waiting on my will Tony die bet. Yeah. For the season finale. <laughs> will they finish eating the red? Yeah. The the craziest bet was they had will Meadow Soprano successfully parallel parallel park. park. <laughs> it was a huge payout. And I guess she won it. So congratulations well, to all Meadow. those Meadow Sopranos betters. You, uh, you know what Meadow does at mybookie.ag? What's that? bets she wins she what's the third part parallel parks yeah <laughs> my bookie.ag gambling for humans and robots oh those john from cincinnati bets i lost my house betting on john from cincinnati <laughs> i uh i i mean it's actually just a pure arliss better <laughs> so it worked out pretty well. I uh, I'm I've been betting on that show Blind Spot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No one watches. <laughs> Is that the one with the tattoos? Yeah. You know, like, oh, where's the next tattoo gonna be? Her butt. All right. Um. <laughs> all right. One last piece of news, Sean. Yeah. Or actually, two, two, two items. Okay. Let's talk about LeBron's fucking memes, huh? Oh boy, he did it again. So he he posted it's like LeBron sometimes uses the internet like someone who learned about the internet through an oral history. You know what I mean? Like like didn't personally experience it. So he posted a a very popular meme of children's character Arnold the aardvark making no, a fist. Ar- Arthur. Arthur. What did I say? Arnold? Arnold. I had You're wrote it in the rundown. Head. Jesus. Jesus Christ. You're, well, we all know who's not a millennial. Oh, boy. <laughs> I'm like, this is just a, a paper book that you would mildly popular. Uh, he posted an Arthur meme of him making a fist. It says current mood. And, right, which I feel like at this point most people only know as a meme. Oh yeah, yeah. I think it's Arthur much... was that popular. Right. I think that's correct. I mean, I'm too old, but I don't I don't think it's like that popular. It's you know, people know what it is. Anyway, all it means is I'm angry. That 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 yeah. Aardvark making a fist is angry, and that's what he posted his current mood. And uh, it's not totally clear what he was mad about. I guess the Cavs losing. Well, there are two theories. Okay. No, because the Cavs didn't even play that night. Right. But that I mean, was the they... night Kyrie went off. 
and the Celtics won their like sixth game in a row. Oh, oh, I believe it's nine in a row. Or their ninth game, whatever. Who cares? Sorry, sorry Jeff. Yeah, sorry, SF Jeff. <laughs> or uh, Dave Skeets posited an amazing theory, uh-huh. which is that he knew the Eric Bledsoe trade was going to happen the next day. Oh, and it was like, I can't believe we didn't get him. Yeah. Uh, he, Bledsoe, Brown and Bledsoe are friends, and then Bledsoe is also a rich Oh, and he didn't. He didn't want him going to. He knew the salon game in Milwaukee wasn't that great. And uh, <laughs> do you think they timed the trade so Bledsoe wouldn't be on the team in time to play the Cavs last night? Good question. Is that a Rich Paul favor to slow down the paperwork, <laughs> get LeBron an extra W? Um. So I would say, look, and and of course it came out like. Draymond posted a picture of himself very happy with the caption current mood, and then he explained he wasn't taking a shot at LeBron, and then LeBron showed a bunch of pictures of him in different uniforms making a fist, pretending mm-hmm. like, oh, no, I'm celebrating. No, he my, said, uh, that's has been my mood forever. Making a fist is his mood forever, even though that's a picture clearly of a an animated aardvark's hand being at its side. LeBron clenching a fist in anger at his side has been his signature mm-hmm. move forever. Uh, so everyone's pretending to not make fun of each other. Um, I would say, though, Arnold, Arnold, the cartoon character, he is frustrated. There's one character on that show that frustrates Arnold more than anyone else. It's his this little sister. This is my favorite theory you've ever come up with. And so what's his what's Arnold's little sister's name, Joey? DW. DW. Is there a DW who's maybe been acting out on his own team? Yeah, his name is Dwayne Wade. And he said <laughs> that the starting lineup of the Cleveland Cavaliers sucked. Should scream at him. Yeah, should scream at him because they're not getting the job done. So yeah, so I think it's a shot at Dwayne at DW Dwayne Wade. That's your new nickname. You're not that's three. That's such a good. That's such a good theory, John. <laughs> it is such a good theory. I love it. We'll have it. We'll have it on Twitter, and it's gonna go viral very soon. Um. All right. Enough about memes. I yeah. guess. We're at a we're at a real exciting part. I mean, we're gonna have to talk about another LeBron meme in two weeks anyway. So yeah. Um. But yeah, then the Cavs won, so everything seems like it's gonna be fine. Yeah, they're gonna be fine. They're 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 Cavs. They've been. This is what they do. I feel like LeBron just he's just kind of bored, probably. (laughs) Um. So, Sean, you have another theory that I'm not so high on. Uh-huh. Uh, do you want to walk us through this? Oh, oh, that that Oklahoma City might be in more trouble than the Cavs. Oh, oh, this other theory, yes. So I think Oklahoma City is in a little bit of trouble. Really? You want to walk us through that? Um, You think they're in more trouble than the Cavs? I think they are, yeah. They're Why only... is it? Because their record sucks? Because <laughs> their record sucks. And they haven't won a game against the West yet? Yeah, that's that's pretty much what I'm saying. And it it just seems like the, you know, they, they've got a good point differential and everything. But it doesn't seem like Carmelo Anthony 
is doing very well. They got beat by the Sacramento Kings last night. I am not very worried about it. Mm-hmm. Um, because they actually have the third best point differential in the NBA right now. Or offensive rating. It's one of those stats where it's like, oh, this is just a fluke stuff. I just think they've... I I really don't like the fit of Carmelo Anthony on the team. And I know he's scoring points. Like, he's he's still averaging 21 points a game or whatever. Oh, 20 points a game. But he's, he's only shooting 41%. He's not making threes. He's not really playing defense. He got kicked out of a game because he's frustrated. Uh, maybe, maybe he, maybe we're still in the adjustment yeah, period. Given they it's have, only been ten games. They have the third best point differential in the NBA right now. They have the third best point differential. Yeah, I don't think that's right. I'm looking at really? it right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what are they're they, plus five point seven. That's the third best. The Celtics are at nine. Uh, yeah. The it's Warriors nine, are at ten. Nine, ten. Oh no, Rock, the Rockets are at six point six. Then the Thunder at five point seven. Yeah, I just think so. Fourth. I still think they're going to be fine. They're probably going to be fine. I'm just saying they. I, I heard some stuff about them winning fifty-five, sixty games. I don't. I don't think that's going to be in the cards. I think they're. I think they're headed for a four or a five seed. Um, yeah, I I would say that's probably fair. Uh, I would say in general, teams that we thought were going to win a lot aren't winning as much. Um, uh, so I just saw this yeah. while we're talking about this, actually. Yeah. Uh, the Thunder of the second best net rating in the NBA right now. Yeah. I just think they're... They looked really bad last night. They do game. look bad. I mean, their their point differential. You know, I mean, it's good that they're blowing teams out, but you know, they beat the Chicago Bulls by thirty-two points, and that's like half of that differential is from mm-hmm. that, basically. Now, I mean, they also blew out Milwaukee in Milwaukee, and that's pretty good. They've had they've had a relatively tough schedule. They've played a lot of like they had to play Minnesota twice. Minnesota seems like a really bad matchup for them. Yeah, um, you know they had to play Boston and Portland, but the Kings seem like a team they should have been able to handle. Uh, uh, given that it doesn't seem like George Hill is good at basketball anymore. Was that who did the Kings play last night? They played Oklahoma City. Yeah, somehow did you see that crazy stat? Somehow the Kings bench scored twenty eight points before a Kings starter had scored. <laughs> it was a really weird game because Sacramento <laughs> also won that game. They scored ten points in the first quarter and they won by eight. That's so weird. No, I mean the bench. For some reason, they just had no answer for Vince Carter, Justin Jackson, and Costa Kufos playing together. <laughs> like if you look at the plus minus of the game, it's very strange because you look and you're like, "Wow, okay." So George Hill had one point. Uh, Bogdanovich <laughs> had seven points. And Justin Jackson was plus 14 on the game. Um, I believe these were Vince Carter's first points of the season? Maybe? No, maybe he had only made threes before this. 
Um, no, he 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 made shots before this. What am I talking about? Um, other than the Thunder, which oh yeah, Vince Carter. Vince Carter had only made uh, three pointers before this point. So congratulations on Vince Carter for making a two. So other than the Thunder, uh, is there anyone else you're worried about, Sean? Um, I'm still. I I would say I still have some concerns about the Nuggets. After I haven't seen them that much, but them watching the Warriors, it's like I can't tell if they're kind of misguided and they they haven't like figured it out yet, or that they hate their coach. They I play like think, a team that maybe hates their coach. I think it's the former. Oh, they, they uh, just I, haven't figured it out. Yeah, I think they're still figuring. They're they don't have a rotation really yet. Uh-huh. I think um, Mike Malone's got to figure that out. Uh, but like, um, Jokic had like a monster game last night. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you still look, and their depth chart still looks insane. It's weird because you look at all their all their wing players, point guards, wings. They're basically sort of don't have a point guard at all. Yeah, Jokic last night outscored the Brooklyn Nets starting five by himself. <laughs> How did he do compared to the Sacramento Kings starting five? <laughs> uh, Jokic had forty-one points. The Brooklyn starting five had forty. Yeah, I'm gonna say. I, I didn't do the math. The Sacramento Kings starting five did not have 41 points. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Jokic last night had 41 on 16 of 25. 12 rebounds, 5 assists. I mean, we've been talking about this bef- a, a while, but, uh, like, I just don't know what the GM was doing. You look at their depth chart. Again, they don't. They have Jamal Murray and Emmanuel Moutier, which means they have no point guard. <laughs> right? They have Gary Harris. They have Malik Beasley, who doesn't play. And then their small forwards are Wilson Chandler and Will Barton, which is kind of fine, except Will Wilson Barton's... Chandler's, like, too big and Will Barton's too small. Will Barton is, a like, a one. He's like a be- he's like a Jamal Crawford. He's like a one-two off the bench. Yeah, I mean, he's... He, like, and Will I, Barton fucking rules. No by disrespect the way. to Will Barton, who I love. He just weighs 190 pounds. Yeah. You know what I mean, like, like small forward is the position that LeBron ostensibly plays. Like, like, is he going to give up 75 pounds to Carmelo Anthony in the post? I don't know how much Carmelo weighs. That he's probably <laughs> that heavy. Uh, Carmelo probably weighs like. I think Carmelo's pretty heavy. 250. I was I would say like two seventy five. Yeah. Okay. And so Will Barden weighs one hundred and ninety pounds, <laughs> and then five power forwards and three centers, all of whom. Maybe okay. Not Tyler Lydon. Tyler Lydon doesn't count. But Carmelo weighs two forty. But that's not that can't be right. Yeah, I think he weighs two fifty. Um, because LeBron. It says LeBron. Okay, so according to Google. Uh huh. Carmelo Anthony weighs the same as Kevin Durant. Hmm. No. Yeah, I'm going to say that's not... Someone is lying. Yeah. Also, Uh, apparently James Harden is 220. That... Wow. I mean, I guess that makes sense. 
Uh, now, granted, I'm not calling anybody fat here. No, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. Just, I'm just saying Will Barden cannot. Well, be James Harden that one year. Three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Look, they've all been fat. I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> but they're like big and strong. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, no, I mean, look. But yeah, and these also guys have they... great like, these guys have great bodies. All right, Back guys, to this don't Nuggets worry. guy. This Nuggets GM. Also, they didn't trade for Eric Bledsoe. Right. Which for seemed like three it fits weeks. a need because they again don't really have a point guard. Right. And have five power forwards, six power forwards, depends on where you you slot in Wancho. He's listed as a center. On the ESPN depth chart. Well, and Wancho has mono right now. Oh, my God. Moncho. Yeah. He's got the, mononucleosis. You know, he's, he's got the Espanol kissing disease. Uh, but, yeah, so Wancho's not even playing. So they were playing him at the three. He's down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um... That's tough. That's a tough, tough road for that. <sighs> yeah, I mean, I'm a little worried. It it does seem like they. I mean, they have a lot of talent. So I feel I feel like these are much like with the Thunder. These are these feel like fixable problems to me. Mm-hmm. But with with Denver, it's more like they do need to make a personnel move. Right, and they keep not making that personnel move. And, and in fact, have, like, doubled down on, you know, like, they on draft day, they traded for two power forwards. And then mm-hmm. at the beginning of the season, they released their veteran point guard and signed right. another guy who can only play power. You know, Richard Jefferson, who is not a small forward anymore either. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that that concerns me. So, you know, I think night to night they'll probably figure it out, but it seems like they would be very vulnerable in a series to me. Yeah. Um, I am not really worried about the Cavs at all. Um, the Bucks traded for Eric Bledsoe. I think they will probably also be fine. And I guess I'm a little – the only other team I'm kind of worried about is the Miami Heat. I would say, because I believed in them, and they don't look great. Well, Dion Waiters is hurt. Yeah, Dion's hurt. I mean, they beat the Clippers on the road. That's pretty good, even though they blew a 25-point lead in that game. The The thing that worries me is that Whiteside just seems like he's been really bad. Like they, uh, they Yeah, he got against the, the other Warriors. night. And, yeah, it's... I mean, I guess, I guess that's that's it. It's that Waiters is hurt, and that that makes it tough. Josh Richardson's been really good, though. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it feels like they're a little short. I don't know if that's. I mean, they still have a lot of guys I like, but yeah, they're missing another scorer. Basically, to me, that seems like what the problem is. And maybe maybe he'll come back, but maybe he also has a nagging injury that will bother him the entire season. Yeah, I didn't I didn't really trust the Heat going into the season, so I am I'm less unsurprised. Um yeah. Uh oh, the thing uh, the team I'm not worried about 
is the Memphis Grizzlies' new 2K team, which has hired Lang Whitaker to be their general manager. Yeah, so dope. It's so, so dope. dope, but also I don't understand it. Like, <laughs> like are they recruiting game players to be on their 2K game team? I don't, I don't get it either. Are they going to be should playing maybe... like... No, oh, we'll have that conversation off the air. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah, this is this is a really. I don't know. I'm I'm very, I'm very curious about how this works because it seems like such natural synergy for an NBA team to have like a video game. Like like everybody loves the 2K series so much. Mm-hmm. So I just wonder. Uh, you know, like it, it make it makes so much more sense than these NBA owners trying to get into like League of Legends leagues or Call of Duty, right? Stuff. Just to have and just to get into an NBA two uh, K league, right? And and two K is the best sports video game, and there's tons of stuff to it that aren't basketball. All of that makes a lot of sense to me, but I also don't really understand how any of it works. But congratulations to him; it seems like a a cool job. That he gets to kind of just start from the ground up, and um, yeah, Lang Whitaker's dope, dude. Working for the guy. Memphis Grizzlies sounds awesome. In every in, in everything I've yeah. heard is maybe not if you're uh, Dave Yeager, but other than, <laughs> other than that, everybody seems like it just seems like a good organization. It seems like a cool place to live. Uh, Obviously, the breakfasts are fantastic in Tennessee, as we've learned from our podcast friends, right? Yeah, fast break. Keep it fast break breakfast. Although I guess they kind They're of eat Nashville, taco. Though. Well, I said Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, they they seem like they get uh, Taco Bell breakfast a lot, so that that's that you you don't have to be in the South to get a good old Southern fried Taco Bell breakfast. Okay, Sean. Yeah. Um, anything else you want to cover here at the end? No. The, I think we're at the end of our podcast. I think we're at the end. We, what's we're we got to petering out here? Breakfa- but... Breakfast and uh, are there any? Yeah, this this is good. There's 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 some there's some premium games this week. I'm I'm excited for the. Oh, is Lonzo is is John Wall gonna play in the the Ball Wall Bowl number two this week? I don't know, but he wasn't hurts? that good last time. No, I think like, he got a little too excited about trying to beat him himself. Uh, well, also, it sort of seems like when Patrick Beverly like uh, pantsed Lonzo to begin the season, uh-huh. it sort of seemed like everyone was like, "Oh, this is kind of sad." Yeah, like it wasn't. It wasn't. He's not that kind of guy. You know what I mean? Like he's facilitating. He's not really going to lock you down on defense. He's not. He's not even going to take that many shots. So it's not like you're going to get into like a scoring war with Lonzo Ball. He's just like a really good architect of an NBA offense. You know what I mean? Like he's, right. He's directing traffic. He gets a lot of ball movement, but it's really hard to kind of. Like even in the end, I mean the the secret in the NBA in general is it's kind of hard to just go at one guy because mm-hmm. teams switch or like, well now he's guarding Kelly Oubre, so what are you what are you gonna do? Um, 
Yeah, so I think that'll be fun. It's a fun Thursday in the NBA. Cavs yeah. and Rockets is going to be a fantastic TNT game. T-Wolves Warriors, it's going to be good. Oh, that'll be good. And then uh, Thunder Nuggets in Denver. I'm I'm into that game a lot. I think it'll be fun. Because you're worried about both of those teams? I'm worried about both those teams, but I think they're both um, going to bring it. Like, they both have a lot to prove. High altitude. Um, I think Russell Westbrook is going to go crazy in that game. That's my prediction. That's my pick to click. Whatever the MyBookie AG <laughs> over-under is on points, take that over, baby. Um, Anything anything you want to plug, Sean? Uh, I'll be at the Punchline on December 20th in San Francisco. Uh, great comedians hosted by Joey Devine. That's and me. You can follow me on Twitter, at Sean Keen. Um, great. Uh, as for me... Uh, you should give us five-star reviews on iTunes. It's been a while since we've asked for those. Uh, you can email us at roundrockpod at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at roundrockpod. Uh, I owe a bunch of people stickers. I'm way, way, way behind mailing those out. Sorry, uh, but I promise if you give me your address, stickers will come at some point. Um... And uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Frankie Muniz, where 128.16, I tweeted, I got pulled over by cops 20 times the first year for bumping the ludicrous word-of-mouth CD too loud, <laughs> setting off car alarms as I rode by. Wow. I, yeah. I mean, he probably should get pulled over for setting off car alarms and blasting music that loud. Trust the process. Trust the process. <laughs> Shut it down. Let's set off car alarms. Yeah, young star. Welcome to Oklahoma, everybody. If you a Thunder fan, put your hands in the sky right now. Hey, let's go. Nobody know what he gon' be. Up against us, teams get beat. Slam for the drum, shot for the three. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.